JD Talking Sports, Wednesday, March 29th, 2017. Last night I said 2016. A little faux pas. Did anybody pick up on it? On JD Talking Sports, drop the G on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also, you can subscribe on iTunes. All right, Isaac. Love you. You got to go. Now, Russell Russell, Russell Westbrook, 38th triple-double. 38 triple-doubles. In 74 games. They clinched tonight over the... Magic, Magic were up, were up in the fourth quarter. They're up in up double digits. They came back, tied it at OT. Russell Westbrook had fifty points, nine rebounds, nine assists at at the buzzer. He hit, hit a three pointer with seven point one seconds seconds left. And I watched the post game, and they said if his teammates would have hit some goddamn shots, he would have had better numbers. Finishes with fifty seven points, thirteen rebounds, eleven assists, most points in a triple double in NBA history. That'll be a future trivia question on JD Talking Sports. Drop the G. You know that for a fact. Oklahoma improves to 43 and 31. Clinch a playoff spot. Congrats. Big congrats. But 38th triple double. It's like he does it on his own. He is a man possessed. God damn. How could he not be? I'm sorry. With what he has talent wise, and he doesn't have the talent of other teams, that he's willed the team to 43 wins on the season. They're not going to get 50 yet. Yep. If they go on a run, they could almost get the 50 just because of him. And I know that James Harden's had a good year. But, man, 38 triple-doubles? Are you kidding me? How the hell is he not up for consideration, not even thought of, for what he's done with that team? He's carrying him. Carrying him. Making a playoffs because of him. And Steve Kerr thinks that Mike Denantoni should be coach of the year. He's earned it. That's what Steve, Steve Kerr says. Pacers are going to bring back Lance Stevenson. He played with them 2010 to 2014. Three years, $12 million. First two guaranteed, third year as a team option. This year he played a total of 12 games for the Pelicans and Wolves. I don't know where they got the three twelve million from, but hey, God bless him. Over six a game, over two rebounds, and almost three assists a game. He was great for the Pacers. He hasn't been the same since. Ever since he left them for more money, it's been nightmares are us. And how about this? The Wizards last night clinched their first division title since 79. You know what happened in 79? That was when Bird met Magic. That's the last time they clinched. They actually went to the finals that year. They lost to the Sonics in the NBA Finals. That's how 38 years ago. Congrats. And since January 1st, the Wizards have the third best record in the NBA. They won 119-108 last night over the Lakers. Congrats to them. 38 years. And uh, Kevin Durant should be reevaluated in the next seven to ten days. They think he could play the last three games of the season. I'll tell you, they played tonight. They're playing Golden State on an eight-game winning streak, 60-14 and 14 on the season. San Antonio came in 57 wins in the season. Well, yeah, San Antonio is 57-16. and 16. San Antonio opens up on a 23-3 run. Yes, I, I'm not stuttering. 23-3 run. Spurs were up 37-22 early in the second quarter. How about that? Wow. Wow, Celtics lost at home to the Bucks. That's a surprise. That's going to help the Cavaliers. How many did Isaiah Thomas have tonight? Isaiah Thomas, 32 tonight. The Greek Freak had 22. But the Greek Freak, he, he fills up the... Greek Freak had 22, 9 rebounds, 3 assists. Just fills up that box score. And Chris Middleton, the rookie, 19 points, 6 rebounds, 5 assists. He's getting more playing time. You got to like that. Out of Prov- the kid, the shooting guard out of Providence. I'm sorry, Texas A&M. I thought Chris Middleton went to... Sorry for my faux pas, folks. 
Chris Middleton, 19 points. Craig Monroe, 16 points, 8 rebounds. That's a bad loss for the Celtics. Celtics 48 and 27. They are now a game. They're basically, yep. Yeah, Cleveland now is percentage points is is tied, but they're percentage points ahead of the Celtics. They didn't play and they moved right up. How about that? And Kyrie Irving takes responsibility for the for the Cavs losing four of six. Says needs to demand more out of himself. You know, Kyrie, you gotta love when a guy says that. I demand more out of myself. I gotta do it. It's on me. I like it. You know, that actually hurts when I hit my chest. It's a little sensitive today. A little sensitive. <laughs> now, this means jack shit in the final four, but Roy Williams, 520 minutes in the final four. Other three combined, zero minutes. But th- this is interesting. But the other three teams can win a championship. UNC can lose it. UNC has the most pressure on them. And the last time the Ducks made the f- made the tournament, the final four, and that's the year they won it. There was only eight teams, 39. They were not called the Ducks. They were called the Webfoots. And their team was called the Tall Furs because their front line was 6'8 center, 6'8 center, <laughs> Slim Wintermute, and 6'4 forwards, John Dick and Laney Gale. 6'4 and 6'8. That was the Tall Furs line. I thought that was interesting. And Gonzaga and UNC are favored over Gonzaga over South Carolina, UNC over Oregon. And I thought, and I don't know if this is more disgust me or whatever. They had to make a new floor for the Final Four. 500 trees harvest, 418 panels of wood, 10 miles of boards, 125 workers over 144 days, and over 207,000 207, minutes working. 9,800 square feet of floor, 14 different colors, over 13 gallons of stain, over 4.5 gallons of paint, and 80.5 gallons of finish. Over 207,500 trees harvested for a fucking floor for the U- for the Final Four. And then what happens to the floor after they play? Because it's made specifically for this Final Four. What happens? Does it go to a school? I don't know what happens, but I, I feel like there could be better ways to use money. Why can't they just have a goddamn floor? I, I don't... I, I, that didn't make me like, wow, that made me more, more like, you know, you guys got too much fucking money to play with. That's what that made me think of. Kind of disgusting, don't you think? All right, Knicks... What a shock. Lost tonight, 105-88. Thank God they wanted to make a good lottery pick. 105-88 at MSG to the Heat. Heat improved to 37-38. and 38. Knicks are now 28-47. and 47. Did you think the Knicks, I mean, I, I thought, hey, I said 42-40. and 40. What, a, what a disaster. Goran Dragic, 20 points, 9 assists, 7 rebounds, 2 steals. They play actually at the Heat on Friday, then home to the Celtics on Sunday. Hopefully... You know, lose the next two. They will be almost at 50 losses. Unicorn had 20 points, 8 rebounds. Aaron Gomez, 12 points, 9 rebounds. Chase and Randall led off the bench, 9 points, 4 rebounds, 3 assists. Heat are 10-2 and two in the last 12 versus the Knicks. And Derrick Rose sat out with a sore left knee. I'd, I'd say, just let's put him down because, hey, Joakim Noah was cleared to play today, which means he could start his 20-game suspension, which means they... He'll, 28, they came in, that was their 74th. Okay, so he's going to miss 8 this season and 12 next season. Well, you know, fifth, over 55 million they owe him. That's great. That's great for a guy who's going to be your backup. Please, let him go. Let him be done. So say it the shepherd, so say it the sheep. Yes, 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 yes. 
let's just let this end. All right, the Jets going to have tomorrow at my alma mater, Chapel Hill, Mitch Trubisky is going to have a private workout. They already had one with uh, Deshaun Watson and Deshaun Kaiser. Actually worked out for them at his pro day at Notre Dame. And they're all going to come to Florham Park, supposedly. Also, they've drafted quarterbacks in each of the last four drafts. And two of them aren't with the team anymore. Geno was second round 2013. And Taj Boyd out of Clemson, who I thought was going to be a better quarterback. And he's done already. Sixth round in 2014. And they're searching for Joe Namath, which they've been searching for since I was born. I mean, he was playing back then, but... I thought Mark Sanchez was going to be the real deal. He's not. Now, Rich Samini from ESPN, the at the beginning of free agency, Jets had $40 million in cap space. Well, it's now down to 9.37 per NFL Player Association's records. The Jets have retained seven of their own free agents and added six new players. They need up about $31 million. And that doesn't include Brian Winters, whom they resigned before the great roster purge. They created all the space. The costliest were uh, left tackle Kelvin Beecham, $12 million guaranteed, and Josh McCown, $6 million. Uh, Winters got $15 million, and Ijelana got $3 million. They could have taken Russell Okong, $25 million, but he ended up going to the Chargers. And they got Beecham, McCown, cornerback Morris Claiborne, kicker Chandler, Cantazaro, wide receiver Quinton Patton, and center Jonathan Harrison for less than the Okung. Less than the Okung guarantee. Well, Okung wanted too much... It's just weird to say the Los Angeles Chargers. So instead of that, use the money to sign six players, three of whom will be could be opening day starters. They have seven draft picks and an eight million input one million rookie pool, according to OverTheCap.com. Because of the top fifty one rule, only the top fifty one count against the cap. It'll be up only four point eight million to sign the draft picks. Of four point five million, not a huge cushion. They might release a player or two that can clear six million if the designated injured safety Marcus Gilchrist is a post June first cut. Injured wide receiver Eric Decker could save seven point two five million under the June first designation, and I don't want. I, I want them to keep Eric Decker. Let him get healthy. They need. They need a wide receiver, and Sheldon Richardson. That they could get. They'd wipe his entire salary eight point one million off the cap if they find a taker. I guess we shall see. I'll tell you. All when I read all that stuff to all of you, when it's processing in my brain, I just keep thinking the Jets are going to suck next year because none of those guys would feel. These are all just, these are fill-ins. Quentin Patton's not going to be a, hey, I hope I ate my words. Now, Morris Claiborne, I think, could be the real deal, but it's a show. You know what? He'll play great for the Jets this year. He'll have a pretty good year, and he'll go somewhere else. That's what that's what this guy, you know, and he'll play his ass off this year, and, you know, but they still don't have a real quarterback. I mean, Josh McCown's not going to play the whole season. We know that. You know, that he said it's going to have, there's going to be competition for the spot. Of course there is. He's going to be 38 when this, during the season. He's not going to survive. And it's going to be Bryce Petty and Christian Hackenberg playing a couple games each. It's going to be a shit show next year. Come on, let's be honest. And also some of the new rules for the NFL next year, protection for defenseless receivers running the routes. All right. I can deal with that. Uh, this Now, if you if you get two unsportsmanlike uh, conduct against you, fouls in one game, you're, you're, just, you're disqualified from the game, which I think is good. It should be that way. Hey, you know, it's like having to get a red card. You get two yellows, red, you're done. And this was kind of, you know, and this doesn't surprise me. The one billion concussion settlement takes a nasty turn as lawyers, others vie for money, feeding frenzy right now. Of course it is. And the, you know what? And a lot of guys took out money ahead of, t- took money uh, with interest on the money they, they were going to get because they needed the money and they're going to owe so much goddamn money and interest to all these people. It's going to be crazy. It's, it's disgusting. And you know what? That billion dollar settlement should have been $5 billion. 
NFL got off easy. Look at this. They're paying, the Raiders have to pay $400 million of relocation. And it, it's, it's, it's given to all the other owners. These owners are just, they are the, they are the mint. They just, keep process, they just keep printing more fucking money. It's, it's disgusting. Hey, Pats, they said, won't consider drafting Joe Mixon because of previous assault incident. Good for you. Someone else will take him. I'm not, I, I wouldn't worry too much about him. Hey, you know what? You shouldn't have punched a girl in the face. I don't know. You know what? You have to give someone a, you know what? Ray Rice would still be playing NFL if he was an NFL caliber, caliber running back. But he isn't anymore. Joe Mixon is the real deal. Can play. If he didn't do this incident, he'd definitely be a first-round draft pick. He's not. He's first-round. Someone jump on him. Going to take him. And you know what? He made a mistake. He hasn't had any incidents since. We've all done bad shit. Hey, I, I know I didn't punch any girl in the face, but I've done some bad shit. Done some things I regret in life. And you know what? You got to give someone a second chance. You know, you got to, hey, you learn from your mistakes. And Seahawks, trade offers for cornerback Richards. And I'm not condoning punching women in the face. I'm just saying that you have to give someone, you know, you've done a crime and you should be given a second chance. That's it. He gets one more chance and that's it. <laughs> he knows it. That's what it should be. Hey, you know, you make a mistake. You should get a second shot. Shouldn't it be, you know, that's what I feel. And trade offers for cornerback Richard Sherman, but aren't expected to move the four-time Pro Bowler per P. Carroll. So why are you getting trade offer? Why, why, why tease? Something tells me it could, he could go. You know what? I I don't believe. I believe. I take that all with a grain of salt. Big, big, big grain of salt. Yeah, big, big grain of salt. All right, now. I want to, now women's basketball. I want to talk about this. The women's the women's tournament lowest attendance for the regionals in twenty years, and there's no change to the format in sight. An average of forty seven hundred nineteen fans showed up for the Sweet Sixteen and elite games games in the four neutral site venues, down twenty percent twenty seven percent from last season, and nearly fifty percent from two thousand fourteen when the games were played on campus sites. And a ninety seven an average of forty two hundred fans attended the regionals. Okay. This year's numbers were bolstered by the Bridgeport Regional. Well, yeah, but PSU can't play there. No other site had local team playing. The Stockton Regional had three East Coast teams playing it, along with Oregon State. South Carolina and Florida State met on the final with only 3,100 fans in attendance. Whereas at home, the Gamecocks are averaging, leading the NCAA in home attendance the past few years, drawing an average of over 12,000 per season. However, few wanted to make the cross-country trip to California. Oklahoma City had a strong matchup between Baylor and Mississippi State, the top two teams of the region. Yet only 3,100 f- fans came Sunday to watch that game. Lexington was even worse with 2,500 fans for Notre Dame and Stanford. Now, Coach Junior Ariamba says, I'm not saying I know all the answers, but there's certain places in America that there's a lot of really good women's basketball fans, and there's a lot of places that's not. So to put regionals in those places doesn't make any sense. The first two rounds were the third highest in the past 10 years. The final four championship games are virtually sold out for the first time since 2014. Good. They're moving the final four to a Friday-Sunday format this year for the first time since 2002. Helped that. I agree. They played a Sunday-Tuesday, which was stupid. Friday-Sunday, good. That's a, that's a good time to put it. And next year's regionals are going to be in Albany, Kansas City, Spokane, and Lexington. The 2019-2020 sites will be announced next month and will be at neutral venues per Anucha. Brown, the NCA Vice President for Women's Basketball. She said, in the future, if we want to reconsider having a regional played on campus sites and all rounds of our championships outside of the Final Four, that's something we'll have to continue to track. She said she'd be in favor of schools hosting the regionals again. In 2014, the regionals averaged more than 9,000 fans. 
And she said that appoints that women's basketball is best served on campus sites for the first two rounds of regionals. We've seen it. Our student athletes have advocated for it. Coaches are strongly against reverting to campus sites. And the coaches are against it because they believe in competitive equity, says Danielle Donahue, executive director of the Women's Basketball Coaches Association. They don't want to play in someone else's home court. You know what? You should be favored. You know what? UConn keeps winning. Give them the, you know, and they said, oh, well, UConn's playing basically a home game. You know, you still got to win the goddamn games. And, you know, in the NBA, you play all your playoff games. If you, if you, the team who wins, number one seed, gets rewarded by having home. Football, you go the whole way. I, the Super Bowl is played in a neutral site. I understand the championship Super Bowl always, but you, you in the playoffs, you're number one. You get home seat throughout. Why, why should uh, UConn get? I know it, the tournament's different, but you know what? It's true. All these places, even the men's tournament, there's a lot of empty goddamn seats. A lot of empty seats. They play at places. You know, the, uh, you know. I remember my buddy went to Loyola. They played out in a. Uh, yes. <laughs> 